0: start recording
1: by the way have you, have you... shut <laughs> up <laughs> oh, let's hope not probably <laughs> the best you're going to get out of us tonight <laughs> it
0: it usually is, is. <laughs> So we go for the theme tune? Yeah, please. Oh, I haven't got my
1: headphone in. Oh, for
0: Christ's sake, this is professionalism. No, no, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen of the G-South by Southeast audience.
2: Dottie's on the headphones. Have you recording? Yes. <laughs> Have you? Yes, this is the intro.
1: So we now know the sex life of Mish.
0: No, I, I pressed record just after that.
1: Oh, now we do <laughs> know So Ooh. we were saying about Rachel
0: Riley? a Let's continue. Cue the theme tune. Go. With emphasis on the tin <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of Jimmy Carr climaxing.
2: <laughs>
0: For our listeners around the world, uh, we're talking about A 10 Cats does Countdown. It's a thing over there. Yeah, that
2: was my
0: impression of Jimmy Carr.
1: That's Jimmy that's Carr is a
0: comedian. I think he's made it in America I don't
1: know, that I the rest mm. of the world. He gets
2: about... He gets, he gets I it. wish I this said.
1: podcast would carry me
0: away. But, but talking it, over, a bottle of rum on a darker south That is what we're talking about. Too so. so. so.
2: Saddle up my, <laughs> my microphone. <laughs> Baker, Baker to Baker. Moore, so South
0: by South I've got feeling this is going to be a silly <laughs> one tonight do so? I do especially
2: so mean especially
0: so <gruppen nói> Hello and welcome to Juice South by Southeast. my name is Detective Squee With me as always is Dottie Baker and joining me also, as ever, is... Civilian aid, Nicola. And, sorry, I mentioned dotty Baker, didn't I? Anyway, I think that's everyone, isn't it? Oh, wait a minute, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I remember. I remember <coughs> seven of nine in the corner, the <coughs> Canadian flag. Um, oh, yeah, we should mention.
2: Oh, hi, hi, yeah. Mountie Michelle.
0: By the way, Seven of Nine is a standee of a Voyager character. Anyway, that's not important right now.
1: Yeah, We're well, not holding Jerry Ryan hostage.
0: She's just standing <laughs> over us. Well, uh, we would.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, Of course we would. Any normal person would.
0: Welcome back to Due South by South East. It's been over a month. I, I almost went into uh, Ben Aker Ladies from the it's been. Thing. It's been <laughs> one week since. You... No, no. It's, it's been it's, months. It's, it's been over a month since we Due South. Uh, we, we came back from our season one break to yeah. go into season two. Got one episode through and then. Well, um, no. okay. I'm, I'm already yeah. going to what, what happened? What happened? No. Life. No, do you remember what happened?
2: Uh, what, after the first episode that we recorded. Do you remember
0: why we didn't record the second episode when we were supposed to? No. What
2: happened? What happened? Uh, well, here's where
0: we lift our glasses here on G-South by of South East. Do. If oh, oh yes, no, this. I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, not, do. I, I don't, don't mind. Do. Um, we're we're going to lift a toast. Uh, you've heard us mention uh, Dottie Baker many a time, of course, as a, a regular member of the presenting team here on yeah. G-South by South East. There was another doggy we had, um, well, which we still have in our hearts. He was a member of the team, he... Uh, was a mini he, Mountie. he was a mini-mounty. He team. was a
2: mini-mounty.
0: Well, could you get up his number while we're talking? Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I get... Unfortunately, due to back problems, he couldn't make it up to the studio. But um, our dear boy, mm-hmm. um, Murphy, our other doggy, unfortunately, our other wolf, if you will, yeah. in due south parlance, sadly passed away. Um, he was nearly 14. Yep, 14, yeah was still though so full of life in himself but he had to go off to the um, the Alaska wilderness
1: Yeah, he um, went walking with which, my dad which
0: is the due south equivalent of the farm mm. um, yeah he went walking with your dad and that's uh, how
1: I like to visit him walking and with visit my dad. him
0: uh, yes. uh, and um, yeah so we're going to miss him a lot um, but yeah so here's a due south uh, Canadian salute to Murphy yes.
2: what do we taste to Murphy, Murphy. He was number four. Uh, four 43, forty-three. Forty-three. Forty-three.
0: Forty-three. That's in dog. That's in human years, though. Oh, in yeah. dog years.
2: Yeah, number. In in, in, he, honest, in
1: human terms, he was joint number one.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Absolutely.
0: So yeah, we just want to say how much we loved him, and uh, yeah, I know he may not have made it onto the record. Just again, just due to his inability to get up to the no. studio. Which but is he, up, was here. The house, he was but always there. He was always here here with us yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, sorry to start on such a bum note, but uh, Michelle, uh, <laughs> I was saying, well, there was a reason why we didn't record. You go, well, what was that reason? Life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, we, we we laugh because you know irony and stuff. But yeah. Anyway, look, mm. we're, we're gathered here.
1: We could dedicate today. this to Murphy. This. I think we yeah, should. No, is, so, this is the yeah, Murphy. Absolutely. absolutely. is this... a mini Mountie. We've lost the mini Mounty And, um, yeah. I'm going to
0: turn down my microphone because it was flaring. But bit.
1: Do this one for Murph. Absolutely. Yeah, we gonna do this one
0: for Murph. Uh, we miss him. We love him. Uh, but, but Dottie Baker is here with us to lift our spirits. Uh, one of the curious things was, because uh, Dottie's with us uh, for anyone who doesn't know every other week she essentially with with my ex-wife i i have dotty one week with nicola mm-hmm. she goes off to uh to my ex claire um uh, still my friend and um mm. yeah to her house every other week and so when dirty first came back after we lost murphy the first thing she did was run in the door Look in the front room, saw Murphy wasn't uh, there, so and looked sad. around the house for her. She, for he
1: hun- she hunted for him, didn't she? It was bittersweet, it was so it sad, was but at the same time, I it it said it that must have been
2: heartbreaking. It was, but it showed how she much really she loved hunted for Murphy. Him.
1: And we, you could tell because usually she comes in. She also, you know, has been... But she was almost like, well, where is he? And that was it. She was on the, the ironic yeah, thing is, she she was, uh, The
0: ironic thing is, she usually looks at Murphy and goes, oh, typical, he's here. Yeah. You know, it's like... <laughs> it's all like, like annoying little not, brother. Yeah. That's how she... You yeah. always look annoyed by your little brother until he's not about, you know, and it's like, uh, she... Oh. She would be walking into the um, kitchen to grab some water from the water bowl and Murphy would follow her and she'd he look annoyed but, but then she'd get halfway and almost turn back to go like is he still there you know is he still there you know almost worried mm-hmm. then she'd see he was there and they'd go yeah not that I'm bothered you know it was one of those things <laughs> oh, it's
1: like he followed her everywhere honestly it's typical just... big sister little brother I, I know, know. He, anyway he loved her adores her. yeah
0: they loved each other moving on with the episode as much as we love Murphy and as much as we dedicate this episode to him we've got an episode of g South to talk about and we've got the usual orders of business to discuss. Something we, we haven't done for a while. We we've kind of stopped doing the podcast. But guys, how's your week been? How's your month been mm. since we recorded? How's everything? And um, Michelle first.
2: Not terribly exciting. I think I've got a lot more kind of coming up than I've had going on. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of extra. Tansory. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, yeah, I've been doing a lot of extra work because um, my garden just wants to, Cost me a lot of money this year. So I've been doing a lot of extra work. Um, yeah, I haven't had anything very exciting going on, but I've got a lot of exciting things coming up. There'll be more things to talk about in the future, I think, than, than my last couple of months, which has been frigging work-related. I'm sure other people have had much more exciting things going on. Uh,
0: we, we, we met Flash Gordon and Brian Blessed.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. I mean... I, are you moving on to me now yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i wasn't sure wasn't just, sure i'm just giving you one idea like you so, oh, one idea. Oh, i'm a blonde i don't have ideas <laughs> that's true it's very true um yeah i mean obviously we started off with a pretty pants time um mm. you know not great at all but um yeah we've had a great time as in we went to Sheffield and we went to a Great Sci Fi Con, which is absolutely awesome. Sci Fi Weekender, um, and where we met uh, Flash Gordon, and he is the loveliest man, um, looking great as I mean, well. Flash
0: Gordon, who's real? Oh my God! Um, Flash Gordon, Sam
1: Jones. Oh. Thank you. It's te- is like he's testing me. Um, who works out with Lou Frigno. Oh
0: God, it was yeah, it was so amazing. Like he's yeah. sixty-five and he doesn't look it. By far. Oh, absolutely and, Like not. You, you're blown away when he says that, and then he said um, he was talking to Brian, and, like we were just yeah. by him and Brian Blessed. It was like flying, it was literally flying the wall. This, not literally, because we weren't flying the wall, but it's metaphorically <laughs> flying the wall. They were there in front of us. I've even got this lovely photo of me photo bombing them. So you've got Brian Blessed and um, Sam Jones meeting for the first time in years. I don't know if it's the first time since the record, but like, certainly they ha- they said they hadn't caught up in years. And um, the first thing Sam Jones is is, like, you know, they say how great each other's looking. And uh, Sam goes, like, oh, you know, um, I'm working out these days. I'm doing, you know, you know Lou Ferrigno? Uh, he, he was the Hulk back in the 60s. And um, from goes, yes, yes, of course I know who he is. He goes, oh, yeah, well, we're doing this new workout. Like, you know, you get 10 seconds in between reps and... Uh, yeah, you, know, you work hard, you eat the right stuff and he goes, Oh, we might have some fun this weekend though. And it's just and this is talking to Brian Blessed, who certainly up until recently, if not still, was climbing mountains yeah. in his eighties. Mm. It's just insane to listen to these two yeah. guys, both of which could probably get their um, bus pass in this country at least. Yeah, oh they could. But, and and they're talking about workouts.
1: I mean and Sam amazing, Jones was partying on down with us. Well, I say with us. We've, with everything. <laughs> with you two, yeah. Yeah, Dancing yeah, away. <laughs> well
0: Well, we do have this, these photos of us hanging out with him backstage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. till
1: three o'clock in the morning. He was still up one day. And the thing is with me, is when we go you go to some of these cons, and this is what gets me, and I think I spoke to one of the organisers I because I was very impressed, because obviously some go there, do what they have to do, and go home. So the fact he's still partying on... With everybody at 3 o'clock in the morning Is just like That's pretty sweet isn't and it and that, that is just that cool is And that, that is led cool. to one of
0: the uh, moments of the con These are one of these things where Even at these conventions Which everyone has these special moments Meeting the uh, people who they're fans of mm-hmm. So seeing they're going to be having the Due South convention You must remember this Over in Canada you should book your tickets
1: now Wish I was there We wish we could go If you go
0: on to um, the Due South by SouthEast page there's details there. They, like, yeah, the guy who's organising it keeps on... Um, I say keeps on, like, in a great way. He continues to post all the fantastic guests and locations they're going Just to be Just to make us to. jealous, I think. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. they confirm confirmed so many people, yeah. so please check that out. But at any of these things, you have these... Uh, you know, everyone has a wonderful time. You have these moments which are unique to everyone. But at this event, our friend, Level Up Leroy, he's known as oh. Leroy Rodriguez... Great guy. Really good friend. Uh, he does a set where, it's a DJ set, and they play geek-themed kind of music all through the night. So it's all themed around different sci-fi. and uh, it's, But it's like if you're into dance music, it's really great. If you're not into dance music and you're a geek, it's great. And if you just like to have a good time on a night out, it's great. And at one stage, he goes into this flash mix. Hmm. Flash oh, music, clips awesome. from the film.
1: Ted 2. Ted two, uh, yeah, uh, where they yeah. got this
2: clip from That's Flash, brilliant.
1: you know like, recreated. No, wasn't it Ted, the original Ted? No, it was Ted Two he was in.
2: Was he not in the first Ted? I no, thought, it was in the first Ted. I thought he was in the first Ted.
1: It was the first Ted. I think, I think it was you have the a look. You are out of order. Have a look then. It's first Ted, no, you look at the No, I know it's true. <laughs> I know it's I the thought first it was Ted. the first Ted. I thought it was second Ted.
0: No it's first Ted.
1: Can we, where's, who's got a phone? Um, well, you can I Google. Don't know where mine's Look, anyway, the, um... let me
0: continue with the story while you're looking. I
1: don't want to put my hand down your...
0: Um, anyway. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh la la. Ooh
2: la la. I just,
0: By I have the have way, we're phone? on the freehand mic, so um, hopefully the sound quality's can a bit better phone, for, please? like, getting a, a clear sound of the guys. But unfortunately, you know, you might get a bit of uh, sound flare. The point I was getting to was he goes onto his flash mix, including A-Ted, and when they're playing it, suddenly everyone turns around to this guy just off the side of the, the uh, dance floor, and they start doing the Wayne's World We're Not Worthy and giving a standing ovation. Because right at the side of the stage is Sam Jones, Flash Gordon himself. While they're doing the Flash Gordon mix, like, again, you can say what you like about everyone having these wonderful moments themselves at all these cons, which is great. But for everyone who's there at that time, being able to watch Flash Gordon, watching a Flash remix by the DJ is a good friend of ours. Um, it's just one of those unique moments for everyone. It's just so special. It's just, it was amazing. You know, just everyone just, it's like, uh, like people who weren't there heard about the next day, they'll go... We went to bed before
2: that, you know. Yeah, okay, you're just trying to make it sound really cool because I had the opportunity to go and I turned it down, aren't you? Yes,
1: yes, you did. (laughs) Actually, I can clear this up now. In 2015, Sam Jones was in TED 2.
0: Yeah, what about TED 1?
1: He was also in Ted One. Come on! He was in, in Ted Two as well. Yeah, he reprised we his all, role. We were yeah, all right. He, no,
0: no, no, we weren't. In Ted yeah. Two, he reprised his role in a courtroom scene. In the first one he, they do the recreation of Flash. We were all No, we weren't. That the clip which they nice. played was from Flash One. Well From sorry, Ted One. Ted
1: One, Well we are Ted's all the original. Out now. There you go, phone back. <laughs> She had pass it back now. She even needed my
0: phone to look that
2: up. <laughs> yeah, because mine's on charge. I don't even know where mine's gone now. Well, no, I can't guarantee you'll get it back
0: for wherever well, well,
2: <laughs> it is. Well,
1: Nicola will right, search you it.
0: later. But anyway, look, that's what we've You been wish. That is some... What we've been up to. I was also hosting some panels. Some of
1: what we've been up to. Me searching Michelle.
0: Yes. Uh, so amongst other things. Uh, I was also hosting panels up at Sci-Fi Weekend. So I just like to thank everyone for having me there and everyone who attended the fan panels which we did on Doctor Who and Star Trek. That
1: it was, was my first panel.
0: It was. You were. You went to Star Trek my
2: first one. Yep. Nice. So
0: anyway, um, that that's a, a bit about that. But uh, we now have to get in certain orders of business. We got business.
2: Business. 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 Or business. Let's go. What's up first? Let's get down to business.
0: Well, I think we should start off with a little feature we call...
2: Yo, ho, ho! We're getting drunk as hell! Tell me what rum are we drinking, Michelle!
0: So, Michelle, and by the way, thanks as always to Blaine Garrison... For the lyrics,
1: um, thank you. I want to
0: cheat, it's all him that one. But well, we would like to thank the Wonky Spanner Network, who puts this broadcast up every week uh, yeah. or whenever we record it, and to, of course, uh, Matt Lees, who does the theme tune. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, Michelle, what rum were drinking
2: this week? Ooh well, we've had a couple going on tonight, what a, plethora, we? a plethora of rums. <laughs> I'm oh, a little bit scared looking at the so level uh, we've got left. I don't think there's <laughs> any new
0: ones. It's fine. I don't think there's any new ones, but we're we're doing quite a few revisits. Yeah,
2: we've got got a couple of revisits. So we started tonight...
0: Wait, sorry, one second. Did we do the Captain Cooks before the record? We did the
1: Captain Cooks before and that's a newbie to the uh, table. We're
0: going to count that because... okay.
1: But actually, I'm looking around and I do not... Sorry, I don't know if we've actually got that one. So we can count that as a newbie, because I don't think we got the got... No, 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 that one thing one. at a time, one thing at a time. Sorry, it's good. Captain Cook Rum, me and Nicola
0: had the last of, uh you know, for a little warm-up drink before shall mm. got it. Or was it with Michelle. Oh,
2: no. It wasn't with me. I haven't had that one. No, we didn't. We didn't okay, well, I'm going to have to redo
0: that. That one's from uh, Lil.
2: Yeah.
0: A perfectly serviceable kind of... It's a bit of a Captain Morgan rip-off.
1: Well, but yeah, fine. but for £10.50... Exactly. For a big bottle, it's not a bad price. No brainer. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I like your review there <laughs> It's a rum. <laughs> no brainer. Okay, not brain. Jesus Christ.
0: Sorry about the listen for the listeners uh, having to
1: apologies
2: there, but you know oh, honestly, <laughs> It's a no-brainer, it's a great rum.
0: Yeah. Um then we moved on to Michelle.
2: Yep. So we started this evening with Sea Dog.
0: Uh, a, a favorite of this podcast. I can't quite yeah. reach right
2: from here. Yeah. So yeah. See, this is from the
0: range of um, of what they call them, um, uh, old Hop King. Uh,
1: Oldie's, uh, Yeah. It's from
0: Aldi.
2: Which oh, is it's
0: another. Like yeah. Aldi and Little are both uh, budget supermarkets in yeah, the UK, but yeah. but perfectly fine goods. You know, they're they're not. I, oh God! It sounds like an advert now. But they they, they don't sacrifice some quality for the cheapness of price.
1: Yeah, that that's was... Z dog. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that was an advert then. Yeah.
0: By the way, if anyone's ever watched the SNL sketches, uh, you knew which where is ESPN I was going. classics, you knew where I was going. I've seen these. Yeah, I've seen some. You've seen them? I've oh, they're great. Yeah, they're so fucking good. They've got um, clips from. They're meant to be from ladies' sports from back in the day. And they've got these sports, these sponsors like douches and um, Vagisil. Vagisil, yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, like one of the Vagisil ones. Like anyway, a of work from our sponsors: ice cream, you cream, we all scream for vagina cream. <laughs> Vegasil. and it's it's um, Bill Hader. No, it's not Bill Hader. It's um, uh, uh, I'm not going to forget. It's I'm going to. What are the actors? Um... One was from Meet the Millers. Yep. Um, anyway, like we'll, yeah. we'll remember the name of the ghost later, but they they they're fantastic. It's Greg Greg Stink. Yeah. And
1: um, oh gosh, um, we're really nailing um, this one right now. Oh, aren't we? Uh, I just think it's awesome. Anyway, but take them out. Actually, like, there's a clip that I think if have... you put, if you type
0: in SNL classi- classic, oh my god, oh, Sorry, yeah. SNL ESPN classics. You will get up these clips and it, it, they're hilarious.
1: Yeah, just look up Budger's And actually, no, not... don't look up Budger's <laughs> no. I mean, unless you've got but some sort of piece of uh, Have you seen the clip uh, of all the sketch they do with Henry and the World War sort of letters to each other? Because I'll tell you what, downstairs, we're going to go and do that clip because that is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> downstairs,
0: they're going to do that? What? Oh, Clip, Clip, sorry. Clip. Sorry, I thought they were going somewhere
2: yeah, else, I'm not. I'm not sure I've
1: seen that one. Oh, come on, we've got to watch that tonight. Yeah, there's something that else anyway. Awesome. Look, now we're sorry. going so far off oh, point. Oh, we're digressing. I don't think we've got the Mount Gay bottle, actually, down here. so it's We haven't even treated. got a Mount Gay yet. Soul soup.
0: One thing at a time. Right. We may not have the bottle, but we have definitely done it in the podcast before. But what other rum are we re- revisiting? It's going to be such a mystery now.
2: <gasps> Mount Gay. Mount Gay rum. Yes. We're mounting
0: yeah. a gay again. We're and I know we've done gay. it before because I've made that we've... very pathetic joke, which isn't homophobic because we're all in favour of mounting a
2: gay <laughs> rum here. <laughs> we're all up for it. <laughs> um, yes, that is the rum we have today. Um, yeah, Mount Gay. And we have had it before. And it's really nice. it's, I don't think it's a spiced rum, but it's, it's a really nice rum. We like this one.
0: Oh, we love it. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice, uh, smooth rum. Hilarious name. I'm sorry, like, again, it's Man's not... Man's in home-
2: a gaze. Who doesn't like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a funny name. I'm sorry. If you don't titter in that, it's not home vibe. It's just funny. I'm sorry. It yeah.
2: just is. We've all had a giggle. We've had a rum. We've had a giggle. We like it.
1: And we've had some gay.
2: Oh, no. Was that just us? That was just
1: us. Oh, sorry, head.
0: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and if they mounted a gay, that would mean they were mounting a lesbian. So I'm in favour. Oh, he's all up for it.
1: All in support. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's here. our rums that we're <laughs> drinking tonight. So we've got a plethora of rums there. None of them are new to the podcast, but the sheer breadth of rums we've done is a new thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And this may be... At least equal with the most rums we've done on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, and we've done quite a few rum like new rums in a row. Why so are you doing that you. into the microphone?
0: At least get a little bit away from you. I know I'm usually encouraging you to
1: put it Well, I'll tell you why I was doing that, because I just had a look at how much we've drunk out of these bottles. Strunk. 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 And yeah. because literally we've stopped about a million times through watching you south this week and we have hammered a, a lot of rum. We've had a
0: lot of rum. And we're going to make it, uh, well, actually, getting on to our next feature, we will explain why we've perhaps taken longer to record <laughs> through the next feature, which is.
2: Mini! Multi! Multi!
0: so Mini Mantis Club. We'd like to thank, uh, again, Blaine Garrison you, Blaine. and uh, uh, Matt Lees and his music for the yeah. the little jingle there. So Michelle, uh, I, we've got one inductee. We do have. One. I have one
1: too. Ooh, we've oh, we
0: got two. And I think I've got one as well. So, uh, so we'll start off, Michelle, with the one which. This is the reason why
1: we're so, so drunk, long.
0: and why we took so long recording <laughs> you know, gain, or getting to the record this week was because we got a little phone call from a friend of ours.
1: Yeah,
2: I've lost my pen's gone now.
0: And it was a friend of ours who. Yeah, give magical ice down there. Uh, and it was a friend of ours who was at the Sci-Fi Weekender. Mm. And it's our friend, uh, Michelle.
2: Gareth. We're going to go with Gaz here. Gareth Hanslip. Um Yeah, he gave us a lovely call this evening, which, um, yeah, it kind of meant that we were kind of, a little bit delayed with getting and on with the recording. He may tend to be
0: drunk or... I mean, let's just say stoned. Other. <laughs> or other <laughs> going to say it up. Should we just stop drunk? <laughs> so, yeah, Gaz called us earlier. uh yeah. So it was a bit other when he called us.
2: Yeah, we weren't really prepared for it. We were in the middle of watching um, one of our New South episodes. Um, so, yeah, it's delayed us a little bit. But we've convinced him to, be- to become a Mini Mountie. So so that's a good thing. He, he was very happy to become one. It may have
0: give a- given us further time to get drunk.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah you given us a little bit more drinking time.
1: I mean, I won't. I will go so far to say as I'm quite shit faced actually. <laughs> yeah,
2: and
0: we're twenty five minutes in. We haven't touched ourselves.
2: I
1: know. Um Yeah. You, you had a uh, yes. I'm going to stick my neck out on this one because I haven't actually asked them. However, I think. Pa- they'll, however. 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 However, I think they'll say yes because oh, close FPs on this is always good. Because. They are a fellow ant. Oh, we think you can do—the one which I
0: was going to. Level up, Leroy. Yeah, level up, Leroy. <laughs> We've mentioned him. I'm here. doing level
1: up, and the reason being is because it was really funny because when we actually went to Sheffield, we were um we'd met Leroy the year before, and he went, "Are you an ant?" And I was like, "I am," and that There's was great. Blah blah wearing. blah. I was wearing the uh, TSD T-shirt. Anyway, this year we were talking to him, and he went, "Oh, um, this is Nicola," and he went. Yeah, I met her before I met you. <laughs> no, I didn't
0: say
1: that. Yeah, you did. You said that you did. You introduced. No, no, no. What I said
0: was, and you remember Nicola? Oh, sorry. And you misheard it, and you go oh, sorry. Oh, or, or, yeah, no, he did. he did.
1: He yeah. did. He turned around and said, "Actually, I met Nicola before I met you," and I went, "Yeah, because we're ants." So, yeah. were you going with Level Up as well? Yeah, yeah. Ah, was... uh, Level Up, Leroy. I haven't asked him. it Up, Leroy. He's an aunt. Um, um Michelle? Uh, Michelle,
0: Level Up. Leroy Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yes. Okay. Oh, that, that is actually one. his surname
1: Do you know what, it's funny because when I was sat here thinking I I know who I'm going to go for as soon as you said I've got one I thought I bet you goes up with yeah, Leroy as well. Yeah, i was pretty well. sure you were gonna. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great minds sink alike, babe.
0: Yeah. And dull ones tell them differ.
1: Yes, apparently so.
0: So um yeah I mean um, and by the way it's worth also mentioning that uh, at the event it was killer night. We were all very merry that night as well. Flash Gordon had taken to the Flashed. stage the night before. Oh, no, we didn't flash. On. This was the second night. And uh, everyone just had such a great event. On the stage, you had the flash dancers, which had also been the Joker, Harley Quinn dancers the night before. And everyone was up to, like, these really fit young ladies. Like, And that was Nicholas saying that at the time. <laughs>
1: And Nicola uh, did say that. He got a guy right? dressed as a joker. Ian really didn't presenting. notice them.
0: No, I didn't notice at all. Uh, and Although was there was, was that... loads of
1: pictures of them, <laughs> yeah. but he still didn't notice them.
0: <laughs> but up on stage, you had all these people, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, I've got backstage pass because I was doing oh some presenting." Yes. The con. So I was like, "Sorry, let's go up on stage." Nicola's a bit resistant, but then I suddenly turned around and she was behind me, and she goes, "Ah, sorry, you only live once."
1: I know. I was like, because the thing is, is I was like. The thing is, like, people on stage are people that, are, for me, they've earned their time to be on the stage, you know, and I'm just like, I just, how can I put it? Even though I'd been on the Star Trek, I kind of like, I kind of like on the coattails of uh, Detective Squee. Well,
0: essentially, Detective so Squee was on the coattails. You were
1: on the coattails of the coattails. Yeah. I was on the coattails. <laughs> and, um,. Yeah, but the thing is, is what I love is although I'm on the coattails of, you know, Texas you host the panels, nobody treats me like I'm on the coattails. Do you know what I mean? I'm just Everyone's as welcome in the green room. The actual um, one of the organiser, or the sort of organiser, the lady organiser of it. She's always she's always so lovely to me. She's always so nice, so welcoming and blah, blah, blah. I always feel a bit guilty because I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing to contribute. And I always feel a bit we're bad about much, that. We're pretty
0: time just popping backstage to drop our coat off and people well, handing us beers actually, backstage. Exactly.
1: And in wine and we're helping ourselves to drinks. And they're more than happy. Well, like, they're hey. handing it to us. We're only just helping Yeah, ourselves. exactly. So when he said, oh, I'm going off, I thought, well, I can't. I can't go back. I can't go up on the stage and start dancing because it's a bit like, well, who are you? But actually, when I got up there and I was I was sort of there and I, I said to one of the guys, "Is it all right for me to be up?" He's like, "Yeah, come on!" I was like, "All right then, sod it." And it's
0: like two in the morning. Oh, in like, fact, the clocks changed, so it was like three in the morning. Everyone's out there, head having a great time, and it was just like I'll oh, just come on. Oh, and have a laugh. Yeah. It was just so great. Anyway, that was that was our like little uh, weekend adventure, and th- that's why we want to mention Level Up Leroy as well because he just did a banging set two nights oh. in a row. It was so welcoming to us and to everyone. And uh, honestly, I've been to a few of these uh, sci-fi weekenders and so many conventions. I can't think of another time when I've seen people having just as much fun. If you
1: see the name Level Up Leroy on anything you know you're going to have a fantastic time it's uh, a party it's a party
0: he's official and a, a um,
1: and he's an official aunt. but
0: he's he's like the dj of conventions mm. so he's not just like a great dj but conventions are his thing so it's, uh, it's it's worth saying he he's an expert of catering towards the geek audience as you, well as being a
2: great dj
1: do you think anyone's noticed that we actually love love live
0: <laughs> yeah we've been settled with our praise Doesn't
1: show. <laughs>
2: That sounds pretty sweet. It sounds like you've had a really good time.
1: Yeah, it sounds like we love him. We We want to adopt Level Up (laughs) Leroy. He's now your son. (laughs) So anyway, that's
0: uh, all the orders of business, I think. Uh, Yeah, I think think we've covered that. So guys, let's go into the episode. So uh, Michelle, what episode were we watching this week? Vault. And uh, Michelle, what's it say on IMDb about?
2: I don't know. Why would I know what it says on IMDb?
0: DB yeah. Maybe you could have looked it up
2: You normally look it up
0: I I mean yeah but so maybe you could have done it for this once
2: But I didn't
0: Well you didn't and that's much your shame And I'm not just saying all this to stall While I look it up <laughs> I feel
1: like you might be there
0: No luckily I've memorised what this episode's about It was from oh, please. Uh, 1995's uh, Second episode of Due South Series 2 Tell us and uh, from my memory, what I'm guessing it's about, according to IMDb, is Ray is furious after being declared legally dead and goes to withdraw his savings from his local bank. Frazier and Ray then get caught up in a robbery, which leads them to ending up being trapped in the vault on, with only a matter of time before the air runs out. <laughs> That's I remember anyway. Directed by Steve... DiMarcio and uh, writers Paul Haggis, uh, well, the producer, creator, and uh, Jeff King worked on this story with Paul Haggis, and uh, Kathy Slavin, and tele- Teleplay was by Kathy Slavin.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah. And by the way, this week's episode is brought to you by MeUndies. When you're trying to crack a safe, but uh, you want your yeah. second crack safe, MeUndies.
1: MeUndies is actually a actual company. Um, they are an American company. They do
0: not sponsor us whatsoever. They don't
1: sponsor us, but apparently they're fantastically comfortable uh, yeah. underwear. Um, and obviously, pun worthy. Yeah,
0: that, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Well, if everyone knows what MeUndies is, Yeah. Well, if, if I say not, MeUndies
0: and they can't work it out, I'm sorry, but that's on them.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's put it this way. If you're not an Ant, you might not know what he's on about. No, no,
0: no, no. MeUndies sponsor loads of different podcasts.
1: Oh, do they? Oh, I see what I listen to then, don't you? Yeah, exactly. There you
0: go. Okay. So, uh, fantastic episode for a start. Really good episode. Yeah. yeah really enjoyed yeah. this yeah. one. And what I'm noticing still about series two, two episodes in, I say still, but two episodes in series two, ...is that they really are, like, you know, as we suspected from the first episode of this series... ...they're really going for that thing of breaking the format. So they've spent all series one establishing the format... ...telling you what an episode of Due South is... ...informing you as the viewer what to expect. And now you're educated to that, they can take a few more liberties with it. They can go in different directions, they can have a bit more fun with it. So that when you get to this... ...and they do an episode which is so centric on the two lead characters... It isn't the format of like, okay, this is the Walsh scene. Even though there is a Walsh scene, it's not as formulaic. This is the scene where they check in with um, Hugh and Jerry. Even though they feature, there isn't that kind of scene. You know, it's, it's, it's against format, even though it features some of the familiar hmm. elements. It's doing its own thing.
2: Yeah, no, I completely get what you're saying, Grant. Yeah, definitely, if you're watching this episode. It was great. And I just, I mean, the first thing that I wrote down, like watching this um, episode as well, I was just brilliant. Poop on a shoe. It and was. it wasn't even a poop. It wasn't it was even like, a poop. It, it was ice, ice cream. It was ice cream. It was ice cream. You scream. Yeah, so we all scream for vagina
1: cream. <laughs> what? We're going to go very Saturday what? Night Live tonight. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's haven't off. Really yeah. check out those sketches online. <laughs>
1: Oh, dear. You can tell we've just been watching them over again, haven't you? Can't it's
0: you, really yeah. annoying me. I can't remember the name of the uh, two guys who play them as
1: well. Uh, right, sorry. So, ice cream on a shoe. Well, poop on
2: a shoe. Uh, yeah, it was ice cream, though. There was a little kid, um, and he was dripping his ice cream on, on the boot of the um, the Mountie at the consulate. Out, he was standing outside the consulate. Jason
0: Sudeikis like, is one of the guys.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't Benny. It was another guy that was employed, Um, you know, to stand outside the consulate whilst Benny was off being too busy Um and he I don't know it seems to me that he was even more um I can I say more Canadian than Benny was actually in his job role you know this boy he's really trying to uh, mm-hmm. and Will face.
0: Forte was the other guy
2: yeah
1: oh, honestly okay. there's always someone that just it, interrupts your conversation mm-hmm. and talking you know
2: who would interrupt people here,
1: so rude,
2: yeah. so rude. Oh, sorry. detective squee so who rude would interrupt detective squee hello <sighs> yeah so um yeah throughout this episode this um this mounty um, these kids are trying to like winding up and distract him and even like the bell rings doesn't it and he's like oh you're off duty now come on i'm breaking the roar. let's breaking the law arrest me and you know there's no movement there's no mm. there's no nothing from this guy no at the beginning it's like this is just another Benny isn't it yeah this is just another Benny standing outside the concert You yeah, know he, he was great I think that was a really good um, start to the episode because I think at first you were expecting it to be Benny and then it's not no no
1: it wasn't him. But it's it's another
2: mountain. It's replacement Benny. Yeah, it's it's replacement Benny. He's not as good, obviously. No,
1: he wasn't as good looking. Obviously. No, obviously. And I no, think actually
2: this is how you get to later. Uh,
0: you know, obviously spoilers for you guys because you haven't seen them for a long time, and Michelle and Nicola, you've you haven't seen you South before. I've come watching uh, as yes, much. Yes, I have. I didn't think you'd watch them as much as us. I
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely Did You watch I mean, every episode? No, no not every well, episode so you them as much But else? you made it sound like I've barely watched any so Which we've had a similar conversation this week We've had a similar conversation this week She's only
0: seen week. two Star is and she knows what a Yoda's is <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: we had a conversation it. this weekend about Star Wars Basically, the
0: new trailer just dropped as we are recording this And hopefully shortly before we drop this episode and it was the uh, trailer for Star Wars Episode 9 And uh, Nicola said Oh well I've, I've I've only watched a couple of Star Wars
1: He made it look like I'd not watched any
0: Yeah so then I um, I was writing something about Like the new trailer And then someone said something and I said Oh well you know uh, Nicola really hasn't watched much um, Any it Hasn't really watched any Star Wars So she's giving me the humor squee look Right now uh, to the max and um yeah then she took objection to that so I posted a retraction she goes she's she goes I watched two and I go so I posted she's watched two star Wars which
1: which made me look unreasonable like I'd moan
0: <laughs> and then she asked me to leave that comment <laughs> <laughs> so she complained that I written that she didn't know any then I wrote accurately that she watched two star Warses mm-hmm. so you know what Yoda's does
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is true, but you know, I also like know what either. a
1: chainsaw does, but we'll leave it at that.
0: So, do you <laughs> we right, Let's
1: go part. back to that then. So anyway, my my, my
0: problem was with um, with this character in this episode, I feel like this is a prototype of uh, Turnbull, which is the later character, which is another Mountie, which is like Benny, if he wasn't as good at what he did.
2: Mm-hmm. So, he's
0: kind of got all the kind of like wacky thinking of Benny without the execution. So he kind of is always getting things wrong, thinking he's like being wicked smart, but he's not at all. And Temple again, named after one of the Prime Ministers of uh, of Canada.
2: Yeah, so in this episode, we haven't really seen very much um, of the character of this Mountie that was standing outside the consulate. All we know so far is that he's, you know, like Benny, his job is everything... And he will, you know, if if he's on duty, that's it. He's not going to flinch. It doesn't matter if a kid is doing something to annoy him. He's so focused. I mean, they say, I think he was like working like 12 hours a day, standing there, not flinching throughout like the whole 12 hours, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, with those, he's got those aspects of um, Benny's personality there. But what was really interesting with the start of this episode is we don't have the Ray and Benny scene that we normally get.
0: No, again, because they've established that format And you know that's hardwired into the episode So you know that's coming up They don't have to follow the format But then you get this episode Which is all about the relationship yeah. between Benny and Ray So that's that's throughout most of the episode What you expect to be at the beginning of the episode Is the episode, basically Yeah, like At the heart of the episode is Benny and Ray's relationship
2: Yeah, I and mean, actually, you yeah, know We do get some really good scenes with them as well Um
0: Right, well, I I think though, to begin with, before we get to all that, we've got a clip.
2: Yeah, we do have a clip. Um good. Before we even get to the clip, I think we have to acknowledge that um um you know, Benny goes into the consulate and he hasn't you know, and there's a new boss there now. Yeah, the well, old boss is gone. But we and, don't see the boss. No, we don't see the boss and there's not too much of an interaction there, but all we know at that time is I appreciate the is there you know, is the old boss is gone. The show, there is somebody else there now. Who's maybe not? But
1: that's not this clip.
2: No, 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 not this clip. Oh, sorry. But I mean,
1: no, just
0: for this, you get this uh, like little setup basically, of uh, the fact that uh, Betty's got a new boss, and that she's a hard ass. Like that, she's a. Poo-buster. She's already like um, swallowed up and spat out a couple of um, clerks who've come into her already. Yeah. You know, um, it's it, it's really nice. It, what it reminds me of, actually, funnily enough. Obviously, there's going to be a Doctor Who reference, because me. But what it reminds me of is the Daleks. When they first introduced the Daleks, what they did for the first episode they were in, right until the last frame of the first episode, I think it was, you don't see the Daleks. You see shadows. You see suggestion of the Daleks. You hear people talking about how scary and how badass the Daleks are. So even though the prop of the Dalek really, in in of itself, isn't that scary looking, it's a big pepper pop, the fact that people are talking about them as if they're the baddest thing in the universe and you see these shadows and this ever creeping menace of them, you get to see through that eye stalk of how they see the world it makes the thing scarier than it actually is, so if you'd shown his boss straight away it doesn't create that feeling of like a scary badass woman but the fact that you have all the suggestion going into it it sets that up I think that's very interesting the way they Mm. do that I think it's very purposeful. I think it's
2: the genius of Paul Haggis. Yeah, yeah, they make us sound like this, you know, kind of awful bull buster at the beginning, don't they? Yeah. And um, we kind of see him going to the office, but we, yeah, we don't then see that interaction between them. All we know is then afterwards he's in, a, you know, he's got this uniform, he's got this like hat that he has to put on a web. Mm. He's on probation now, and, you know, she's not going to just let him get away with um, what he's kind of that like used to getting away with. And the, really. the other genius thing about that is
0: that having and we had the time you probably would have just accepted like, oh we're gonna see her any moment and then you don't till the end. Yeah. Having watched this back, having known the Juice South back catalogue, I remember seeing her lots. So it's just um Dottie Baker being very enthusiastic on the episode. Do <laughs> you can hear in the background? Good point, Dottie Baker.
2: Thank you, Dottie.
0: Oh I think she might need to go up.
1: Oh, that's all right, Cause I do too. You need to go out for a whittle. I do. I'm
0: going. As Nick goes for a whittle.
1: I'm going for a whittle.
0: Yeah. Um, but um, Michelle. But the thing is, yeah. it's uh, what was
2: I saying about? Sorry, good straight by by dotty baker. Yeah, she's too distracting. Yeah, I don't know. We were talking about the um, the boss, which um. I oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was
0: it. Okay, shush. i remember. Shush, woman. Uh, <laughs> shush, woman. Now, I remember. I remember the thing was that uh, you get to, as someone who's viewing it back, knowing what that character becomes of Margaret Thatcher, which is named after the uh, UK our Prime Minister of the eighties. What you get to see is like you yeah, know you 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 mention and you remember her being in this episode more because you know she's such a powerful force. Going ahead, whenever she appears, she's a big character. So you remember as being bigger in this episode and she only appears in the last minute of it. Mm. And I think it's kind of genius because like uh, they probably didn't think of this at the time. But <clears throat> for the amount you see her, you just imagine you're going to see her more when you're watching it back.
2: Yeah. But I think even though we don't really see her, she still kind of makes an impression on you. In well, this, that's fine. In this episode. Talking to the microphone. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the things that we wrote down is um, um, a rising bullet. A rising bullet? Yeah, New Boss for Benny, a rising bullet. So I think that maybe that's one of the quotes that we saw at the beginning there. A rising bullet. I've written that down in quotes. Are you sure you haven't
0: just made this up? No, I don't think I've just made
2: this up. I've written it down in quotes. So it must have been a quote, so a rising bullet.
0: Sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's quite a th- I think there's, there's. I think that's a
0: quote or something is, Michelle made up.
2: There is quite a big thing made of her at the beginning. I think. That um, she's a rising bullet. You know, once he goes into the consulate and he's talking to this um, new guy that's in there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe the new guy kind of um, refers to a surprising bullet. Yeah, but anyway, you know, there's, there is this big thing that made of her, and even though we don't see her at that point, it's it's clear that. You know, Benny's a little bit scared of her, I think, like going in there. Yeah. He, he does kind of look like, oh, God, you know, if i am going in there face her now. After don't want to face that rising on... bullet. Yeah. I, no, I, th- I think he's, he's a little bit afraid to go in that there at first. That quote Michelle just made up. I didn't mm. make it up, I don't think. Anyway. Is, a <laughs> See, I, Is anyway, it a rising bullet point you had? I've, no, honestly, in quotes, I've a rising bullet. Yeah,
0: just because you put it in quotes doesn't make it true. It could be true, though, couldn't it?
2: It could be. It could be. It could be. It is, but it could be. Shall we move on? Yeah, yeah. What's the first clip? <laughs> so yeah, so what we've got um, for we're now only, is we're only um,
0: forty-six minutes in. I mean, you know, you might want to get to the first clip.
2: Should we get to the first clip? Let's do it. We've given it a name as well. Disability benefits. Um, it's a Ray and Walsh scene, actually. Now, Ray and it's Walsh. It's a scene, good scene. Classic. I know you're busy. Won't take a moment. You're right. Disapproved. You thought this over
0: carefully, sir. Well, with all due respect, sir, three minutes for an officer
2: wounded in the line of duty in defense of a fellow officer, I might add, seems to the be... The Mountie. Setting aside this penchant that you and Constable Fraser have for shooting each other, uh, this bullet that you described here in this form, this is your handwriting, I assume. Oh, of course it is, sir. It's a truly remarkable piece of ammunition. You see here it says shoulder wound? Uh, yes,
0: sir. Ripped right in the old lateral deltoid, sir. The truly startling thing, this bullet once inside your shoulder... Appears to have taken a radical change in How direction... How do we name this magic bullet? ...piercing a lung and injuring several major organs. Nobody's supposed to do that, detective. Who really knows why these things happen, sir? Freak accident. Uh-huh. And a rather convenient one. Because this wound would entitle you to extended disability benefits. To, to, uh, anyway. Uh, The sunshine and margaritas, huh? Look, sir, I submitted the insurance form to the company. Now, if they
2: approve, it, All right, the insurance company and I might have to sit down and have a little chat. Of course, we'll know you're back on the streets tomorrow. And that's your final decision, sir. Oh, it is. Vecchio, this incident might fade from my mind completely were you to stay out of trouble for 24 hours. Understood, sir. Have a good day, Vecchio. You too, sir. And
0: it's <laughs> so you've got this kind of magic bullet theory, which I thought was the magic bullet we named this episode.
2: Did mm-hmm. we actually name the whole episode? Do you mean the clip? No, not
1: the episode, the clip. Sorry.
2: Oh, the clip. No. Well, no, from what I've written down, it was it was disability benefits. <laughs> maybe we didn't give this one a proper name. No, we did. Name. I remember giving you a name and I don't think it was disability benefits. Yeah, okay, maybe. Fine. yeah maybe I didn't write it down then. I yeah, I think you wrote it down wrong and there's
0: a lovely uh, scene which follows someone which we've just played which yes. has got the um, Hugh and Dewey they've got this diagram of uh, Ray <laughs> which is like a stick man yeah, yes. with the fattest suit you've ever seen <laughs> and it's got this bullet kind of just circling around goes in his uh, one shoulder goes through his neck Goes round past the groin and out the other arm.
2: Yeah, it's like they had them like trying to think, well, how could this possibly have happened? Yeah. <laughs> it would have to have been this way if the bullet had gone in this way and done this and come out that way. I do
1: like the fact that he's got this like huge suit but his like neck is like a stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> but he, like a like
0: skinny a stick guy. in the fat suit, like I just said. Yeah. yeah. I mean
2: he's a skinny yeah, he's a skinny guy that wears um Don't give that look looks. <laughs> what look,
0: sorry. Never. Nicola is on a podcast now giving me like a... No, I'm, there's oh, no, no, thing, there's no there? proof there. Yeah, there is proof. How? In your voice right now.
2: Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so not bothered. We live
0: together, I know you don't make enough to see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I might have saved some for a rainy day.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, in It's a Wonderful Life. I was saving this money in case I had to get a divorce one day in case I got married.
1: Yes. Yeah. Was, I'm going <laughs> to do that then.
0: Oh, trying to press me into marriage. I <laughs> <laughs> Thing I... Uh, yeah, I've what I was going to say.
1: See? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I rest my case. <laughs> I did
0: mention we might be a little drunk recording this one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, well,
1: I, did we mention it's not our fault?
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess it's good. Yeah, could could it's I mention? Yeah. Well, we're nearly out, number, out of <laughs> drinks. Mini mountain, <laughs> mini mountain Man- <laughs> Man- number
2: eighty-one. Wow. Eighty-one. Spot. His fault. His fault.
0: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, it does kind of like this does read this scene does kind of reset the whole idea of uh, Ray being this guy who tends towards good but is still so capable. Of doing these kind of underhanded things, he's he's not perfect. He's trying to strive to be. And sorry, could you guys stop putting a paper and chatting amongst yourselves? But I'm trying can to expand a the theory. Sorry. it doesn't help me talk about theory when I haven't got your attention.
2: I apologise for that.
0: Oh,
2: it's like I couldn't read what you were pointing out. I was me. trying to point out to something so, so we could continue while I went for a wee because I really. Oh, can I yeah, finish okay. what I was saying first? You can continue for what you're and saying. Then you and you can point out, out loud. Okay.
0: anyway what I was trying to say was it reinforced this idea that Ray even though he's tending towards Benny on the good side he's still capable of like going to like, oh I could kind of fraud the system to get some benefits here and whatever else so Benny's making him a better guy but he's not that he, he never quite fully gets there he gets closer and closer to that but it's all about the journey there and not being there
2: and I love that about that. I, I love that. It's kind of going back to our old rave from the beginning, I think. But you've always yeah. got to
0: keep the character towards that side of things. In the same way, you've got to keep Benny, even though you've got to prove he's not perfect all the time, because if he's perfect, it's boring. You've got to yeah. point out the faults in even a overgrown Boy Scout. Yeah. And maybe naivety is part of that. You've got to keep him as what he is, as well as proving that that's not perfect. So... Ray is trying to be better, but he never gets to perfect, otherwise that ruins his character. Benny has to be sort of perfect in so many ways, but flawed within that to make it interesting. Yeah. So you've gotta to, gotta to keep reinforcing those two sides. They've never they've always gotta be on a journey not at a destination. Mm. Nicola, you're
1: giggling. I am because you seem the most sober person here. You've got like some really sensible conversation, and I can hear me go. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I
2: just know that we're both. I'm drunk too. I can. We're just both pissed over from. here, and I just laughing because I'm just jiggling so much because I need a wee right now. I know. <laughs> right, if you're going
0: to speak that, like move my friend a little bit back from you. I just
1: laughing because I think. It's such a serious conversation I like can hear Misha. I'm so there like, going Michelle's going, yeah, yeah well, The difference <laughs> is when
0: I get drunk I as well as getting silly like this I also get into the oh, You know what's great about this is.
2: You
0: know, I well, I think both. I'll be
2: alright once I've been to the toilet Pass me the
0: notes so The, the next
2: bit is the um, driving Miss ray Oh is this another clip? Yes
0: we got mm. another clip already? Yes Do we discuss all the other stuff? What, other stuff? No, we haven't discussed loads of other stuff in between. Okay, go on then. Oh, no, we have know <laughs> We've got another clip first. Honestly. Uh, Michelle, before you go, can you just pop and mic for a second? Something I have to ask you. Oh, it's going to be
1: something stupid to, have to bring you back to go for a wee.
0: It is not going to be stupid. What is
1: it?
2: What is it, Detective Squee?
0: Can you just um, stall for a second while I get the clip in place? Told you. That's not stupid. That's necessary for the podcast. While I'm setting up this clip, Michelle needs to be there. Michelle? So
1: what? Honestly, he doesn't want you to be there. What do you want Michelle there Honestly, for? Honestly, Michelle. Put Michelle on the microphone. <laughs> what do you need? Michelle,
0: what I really need right now, one thing, for you to go for a peek, because I'd hate to see you suffering there.
2: I'm going Ah. <laughs>
0: No, it's the clerk. my name in the central computer system.
2: Look at this. Vecchio, Raymond deceased. So then the city law computer instructs the federal and state computer to cancel my driver's registration, my driver's license, and my social security card. So now I'm being buried
0: on Thursday and I can't even get my good suit out of the cleaning. shut that off? No, I'm driving as she gets to hear what I want. This okay?
2: You've merely been given temporary dispensational driving, which means you can keep your butt in that seat, your hands on the wheel, and your feet on the pedal, and that's it. thank you, Your Eminence. I'll remember that the next time you meet somebody to back up your phony
0: insurance claim. Phony you? oh, insurance claim? Let me tell you something. I have labor muscle damage which inhibits me from making three-point turns.
2: you believe this? I've been putting up with this seat. Why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing your phone? I just had my first interview with my new inspector. And up, I'm on probation, Ray. Inspector
0: Thatcher has reviewed my job performance, and I gather she's found my method somewhat unorthodox. So
1: this is how they punish Mounties in Canada?
0: They make them dress like Americans? Huh. It's not exactly
2: an American performance. And the brown one was somewhat antiquated. I'm told that this is the current kind of fashion I think it's kind of cute. Thank you kindly, Francesca. You just keep your eyes on the road and you keep your eyes in your head. (sighs) I wish I had a uniform. You know when you wear a uniform? You're somebody. People just respect you.
0: Let me tell you something, friend. You're my sister, alright? But trust me, no matter what you wear, people will never respect you. Alright, pull
2: over. No. I said pull over? No. Not until you can show me some respect. This is my car, and I say pull over, and then you pull over. Thank you.
1: You're quite welcome. Hey! Five minutes, or I'm coming in out? At... Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: What is that, a dead animal? You can make you wear a dead animal on your head. It's regulation. What I love about that coat, first of all, it's a, an ideal tribute to Murphy, and especially with Dottie here, because it's that brother and sister wind-up relationship.
1: Ah, yes, yes, it is.
0: No, I, I love that. Like, Francesca is always a great catalyst for bringing out Ray and Betty at their best. Mm-hmm. So she actually challenges... Benny's uh, kind of multi-persona of being kind of detached and stuff because it's that kind of sense family yeah and it also challenges Ray like trying to be uh, no I'm largely in charge I know what's happening and she always like brings him down a peg or two the whole thing is like uh, no you're going to me where I want to go and suddenly she slams on the brake or goes right I'm not going to stop where you want if you're going to be a little whiny bitch around that it that
1: sounds a bit familiar why I don't know I don't know
0: I bring you down a peg or two when you need to be.
1: Right. Or that I'm stubborn and I... <laughs> well, that sounds
0: right. Yeah. Michelle, what do you think of that clip?
1: Yeah, it's a great clip. What's next on our list? Did <laughs> <laughs> you seriously Did you
0: honestly run back up? No, I didn't really.
2: <laughs> What's next um, on our no, list? No, actually, um, the clip in the car I really liked. I think we've got a really good... Um, clip here we've got we've got benny we've got ray even Dee from baker's in the car there's not too much mitchell of him and francesca francesca's brilliant i have to say hey hey d sometimes it's about
0: what he doesn't say as much as what he does
2: that is very true actually she's actually yeah. a little bit
1: underrated actually
2: that yeah mm. i mean i think that's exactly what i was going to say yeah. i think she's very underrated and i think in this scene we're kind of starting to see that a little bit and and that really progresses throughout the episode as, as well i think well, she's brilliant in this episode
0: it's kind of genius to the fact that even though sometimes she gets it wrong, what she does is still pretty clever. Like she does some clever moves in this episode. Of course they're all wrong, because it has to be for comedic purposes Absolutely, of the episode. Yeah. But nothing what she does is stupid. Like what she's doing too is she's trying to delay the vault robbers. Mm. Little does she know that in the vault ray and benny have a plan which involves them working them, exactly they're to doing time. it to their
2: time yeah. yeah but yeah i mean i have to say though because I, I think from what we've seen previously of her character you can you can maybe think that she's just a little bit dim or you know she's not that good or um you know she's oh, <laughs> maybe a little way, too obsessed with um benny but in this scene I, I think she's absolutely brilliant in this episode by the way it's worth
0: noting that last clip was called driving miss Ray.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. Driving uh, Miss Daisy. Uh, 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 <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. Uh, um, detective Squeeze. Very Miss good.
0: Ray Yeah. Like Daisy, but Ray. Sorry, please explain Z. some more. Because okay. he's lost his license because he's been declared dead. Oh
1: I see. I mean, that,
0: that in, its, in of itself, uh. the whole setup for this it works perfectly because everything that happened in the last episode sets up why he's got his armless sling. Yeah. That he's lost his um, license because they, he's been mistakenly declared dead works yes. for why he's in the bank. Yeah. It, it, it's be, it's beautiful. Like again, Due South is about the details. It's like any good Sherlock Holmes <coughs> um, story, whether written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle or anyone else. I've mentioned this before. It's a whole thing of like you have to think like that to be able to write it. Mm. How anyone does that is just beyond me it's fucking genius
2: yeah and that
0: that's what we we'll love to do, self. yeah Um. so oh, oh and yeah at the end of the clip you hear uh, Ray and Benny talking about the hat which he has to wear now as part of the new uniform yes and when you see it, see him put it on it's exactly the same hat that um, Benny's dad's wearing in some episodes so he's wearing the Mount uniform with that hat yeah so and I'm, so it's a lovely callback that that's part of the uniform that his dad has worn.
2: Yeah, which is really interesting to me because you know he he said that oh yeah I'm on probation now, and he's got this uniform and he puts the hat on and that made me think, was his dad on probation?
0: No, no, because what the other thing he says was this calls back to an old-fashioned uniform, so it suggests that uh, okay. what his dad might have okay. worn before so they changed the they red change fashion.
2: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So you I see his in, dad
0: in the red one and in the brown uniform yeah. as well.
2: Because, mm-hmm. yeah, for a little while I was thinking, I was like, oh, does that mean that his dad was on probation? No, <laughs> no, 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 He keeps no, in these yeah. flashbacks, but no, okay. It he that he that says it's old like an old-fashioned style, which has yeah.
0: become into fashion again. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Because I could worked. see his dad being on probation. I could see that. Why have you put shell soup? Oh, okay. Because we that, saw it was just like we a, saw flashback. a We saw a shell suit. It was a flashback to the nineties fashion, really. Yeah. This guy, it was, it was just like an extra in the background that went running through, like just wearing this shell suit, and, and you just, just go like excited. We're well, like shell suit. <laughs> yeah. It's such a nineties thing. Was Michelle suit? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but do you remember shell suits? Oh yeah, God! Yeah. I, I had, had, I had, had a shell that. suit. I'm like, And do you remember? I mean, they were. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a time when when people advised not to wear them because they were flammable, weren't
1: they? <laughs> they, they I mean, I don't remember hearing about the flammability, but yeah, they looked flammable
2: to me. I mean, <laughs>
1: they. Look, I, think they on, were. I think I had an Adidas one. <laughs>
2: Probably. It was yeah.
1: blue with like a pink and green stripe in the arm. I and mean, I
2: remember having this like multi coloured. Kind of full top and bottom yeah, shell suit it. with an orange shell suit bum bag. In Did you have a shell suit? Yes.
0: Yeah. No. I was saying I had two. There was one which was a green one and a silver one, I think, and one which was really baggy. The other one which was a bit more oh. form fitting, if you like.
1: You look back and you think, and yet you, at the time it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, they were so fashionable. The,
0: the, the only good thing about it was the the uh, baggy one a la mc hammer would was a bit more <laughs> yeah. flattering on a fat fuck which i wasn't time well I, I was until
2: recent years i mean i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure the only reason they went out of fashion was because they were flammable. highly flammable yeah and i mm. think we got to a point where people were just like oh yeah maybe you shouldn't be buying them because you you could catch fire very easily yeah, well, I'm not surprised. I think about it, I think, God, it didn't take much of an iron to burn that. didn't, did it? Yeah You put on the lowest center, oh, it's burnt. Yeah. Yeah, you had to spray
0: it with water every three seconds. Too. Yeah. And that's one just while you we were wearing it.
1: If you went out in the sun, that was it. You were gone. Yeah, we're on fire.
0: Oh, fashion. So our next note by Michelle.
2: you see, I'm with the you notes. He's doing my notes there.
0: Um, Bank Ray deceased. We already kind of covered that, didn't we? The
2: yeah, yeah, I think we have. Yeah, so yeah, yeah Ray on. goes to the bank because he's um he's, deceased, he's technically, <laughs> technically deceased, and he would like to take some money out. But yeah, said so the yeah, the card machine's pretty much chewed up his card, hasn't it? it's in shreds, pretty much, and he so goes into the bank, it's like, sort this out, I want my money! And they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, we can't give you your money, you're deceased.
0: But again, it just sets everything up, so the reason why even uh, Francesca's in the car is because he's she's driving him.
2: Because he can't drive because of his arm in the sling. Well, yeah. no,
0: no, because he's, his driver's license has been taken yeah. away. He would and have been able too. to it otherwise. That's our point, it's like, he the, whole, the <laughs> whole thing of him being declared dead is why... Everything happened. So Francesca is kind of necessary for this episode released, helpful for it, to tell the story from outside the bank vault. And she's able to be there because he's been declared dead. So everything, there's no coincidence to to anything in the way it's set up. No. It looks like there's a reason why everyone's where they are. Uh, Yes, the next thing we've got is a robbery woman shot... Benny's hat in previous episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, yeah, this, um, mm. yeah, so this is, yeah. Uh, Christina Cox, who plays uh, Caroline Morgan, and she is going to be at, you must remember this, the Due South reunion, which is going to be happening in Canada, which, again, check out uh, the Due South by Southeast page to get more details, but she's at that uh, reunion. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, there's going to be some great people there. It'd be an awesome uh, reunion. But, uh, I mean,
0: just... Again, like, I mean, I don't remember so many callbacks like mm. to previous episodes, but they do weave these kind of little threads throughout due south, which is nice as well. Yeah, I
2: do like that actually. Yeah, and Good. she recognized him, he recognized her once they saw each other, and, and <laughs> yeah, he remembered the um, yeah, the shot through the hat as a Mountie, Clearly, he would remember a shot through the hat. I think we we know by now how um. How much care he takes of his Mountie hats. And
0: I believe in the uh, earlier episode, wasn't that the one which uh, they went into the post office? Mmm. Yeah, I was hoping for um. I wasn't hoping that you'd uh, you give really? anything more on that.
2: <laughs> well, I gave you all I gave you um. Mm.
0: You gave me all you had, which was um. Mm.
2: That was all I had. Have you got anything else to add? Mm.
0: Other than mm. no. mm.
2: All we've got is Um. Mm.
0: So when I'm talking, you can't wait to talk. When I want you still for a second, while I'm saying then you guys got nothing.
2: We've got nothing right now, no. No, nothing just, at just all. Just an
1: um. Oh, whole load of nothing. Whole yeah. load of nothing. We
2: got a whole oh, load, load of nothing.
1: nothing. Arthur? Yes. <laughs> what have you got? Detective Squeeze.
0: Well, I've got the next clip, which is coming out just now, and we're just going to talk over this bit where the lines it lines
2: up. Hello, 911, hello! I am not receiving, why aren't I receiving here? We're in a vault, Ray. Right? I
0: know we're in a vault. High carbon steel, I'd say 8 to 10 inches thick. There's no hollow spots in the walls, and probably backed by solid concrete. Alright, check for ventilation. Got it. A vent? Yes. And we are in luck, Ray.
2: It is completely sealed off. What? Airtight, obviously for security. Rest easy, Ray. The money is perfectly safe. Oh, well, that's a relief, because for
0: a moment there, I was concerned that all these little Thomas Jeffersons were going to run out of oxygen. Ray, there is no need for either sarcasm or panic. We are in an 8-by-10 room with a 10-foot ceiling that gives us roughly 800 cubic feet of air. It is now 315, and the time
2: lock is not due to
0: open until 8 a.m., so there is no danger of us suffocating for at least... You know, Ray, in situations like this, the anyway? No, we're going to die. Yeah.
2: Gonna do you think anyone sat people. down
0: and actually worked out Matt on that? Well, else. I'm There's sure
2: somebody did.
0: <laughs> police no, Frazier, what there is is an inherent danger working with you. <laughs> you didn't have to do this. You could have thrown your hands the air like I a baby. I'm not a no, baby. Ray, I
1: know you. You were attempting to protect this institution you know, and its
0: employees with your life. You see, that's where you get confused. I'm not like you, Frazier. I don't throw myself in a line of fire just so that's a money-grubbing, backstabbing bank doesn't have to pay higher insurance. Oh, yes, I do. No, do. Yes, I do Perfect in my heart and soul. Perfect. Could you slow down a bit, Harold? I'm looking forward to relaxing in jail this
2: weekend. i got to drill eight holes through 12 inches
0: of steel. So, I mean, this does seem like one, which is by the numbers. I, I, it does sound like someone sat down and worked out the mathematics of getting through a bank vault of a yeah. set. And, you know, it, it seems like this is a show which does do its homework.
2: Anyone? Yeah, no, I was only going to agree with you there. But yeah, I, mean, I think somebody probably has.
0: That, that's done <laughs> right there. Uh, what about that clip, though? Uh, it's, it's nice to have these moments. Again, this is an episode which really exists on the guy's relationship and them, you know, Benny being Benny, Ray being Ray.
2: Oh, absolutely. And I think that's a really nice moment, actually, um, in the vault. <laughs> you know, yeah. So Benny and Ray, they've got themselves locked in this vault. And, and uh, you know, Benny is trying to reassure Ray everything's going to be okay. And then he kind of does the maths in his head. And then he kind of feels like he he doesn't want to say to Ray, yeah, actually, yeah, we, we, we haven't got that long. We're, we're not going to make it till morning, are we? But on the plus side... We know that the robbers aren't going to leave us that long. They're going to try and bust, us a, bust the vault open before then. So it doesn't really matter, does it?
0: And also the idea that it's like, um, but the money's perfectly safe. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't worry about your money. That is originally what you've come in for is your money. And that is perfectly safe. Your life, not so safe.
0: <laughs> and the trust which the people have in the banks. That's the main thing. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, because I mean, nowadays people, we really trust our banks, don't we? You oh, yeah. we really we you know, you put your money in your bank, you know it's safe. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You know you're gonna get it all back. Yeah, whatever you put in, you know it's safe.
0: You're on the sweeties now.
1: <laughs> they're there if you want them. <laughs> yeah, possible
2: They're vegan, by the way Are they the vegan show? sweeties as
0: well? Aww. Oh, I was all vegan on the Q South by Southeast East podcast.
2: Thank you very much.
0: listening, I'm sure, for the audience there. Yep. <laughs> so we've got Francesca in the pank
1: bank. bank? <laughs> Francesca in the pank? Sounds like a band. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably bank. It's probably my... Um, well, I assume her. that's where she turns up to the bank. and she, yeah, starts she comes demanding knocking them. on
2: the door. Mm. Um,
1: we worked out that my double personality... It's Francesca at the bank and then the woman that's holding the bank up yeah
0: so you'd be Francesca going, why the hell aren't you letting me in what the hell let are you for? I and demand you
1: let la- me in and then I'd be the one grabbing the gun to shoot yeah for Christ's sake what's she yeah. trying to get in for we, we discovered that was my personality to yeah. let <laughs> 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 mm. another one which I made
0: note of was Stream Prime. do you know why I made that note or why asked you to make that note, Michelle?
2: Stewie and Brian. Why?
0: Would you know where Stewie and Brian comes from?
2: Is that um Family Guy? Stewie it and is. Brian. Yeah.
0: They have an episode called "Just Plain Stewie and Brian." That's the episode name. And it's based on them getting locked in a bank vault.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen that episode.
0: I think that's got to be based on this. I honestly do. Because it's the same thing, where they want to have a characterful 2 panda episode, really. And in that particular episode, it's just those two throughout the whole thing. So one stage are locked in there. And Stewie does number two in his diaper, as they'd call it. And Brian has to eat it to sustain himself. Don't hold the microphone <laughs> up to <laughs> Dotty snoring. It's really quite loud. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's make it louder. Like uh, Nicola while she was opening the back of sweets, put the microphone right next to Dotty. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I I, I, I think there's a kind of like maybe a parallel like there. I think maybe well, because maybe. Seth MacFarlane is known to be influenced by a lot of things, and yeah, he, he wears his influences proudly. I think maybe he's watching episode two or two of Juice uh, South*.
2: If he's got good taste, he has.
0: But, I mean, that's what this episode is all about. It's just the relationship between the two of them. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's really good, yeah.
0: So, um, what we go next? Uh, Guy drops gun.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the things I really liked is when Francesca comes and knocks on the door, (laughs) the the guy that's, like, the other side of the door just automatically just drops his gun. It's like... like panic and drops his gun this is the guy that's holding up the bank <laughs> panics that someone's knocking on
1: the door <laughs> someone
2: knocks on the door and he just drops it and i just thought that was, know, that was just such a lovely little touch in this episode i mean it didn't really make much of a difference in the whole thing at all there were lots of other people there were guns but it was just the fact it was like knock, knock, knock uh, drop the gun <laughs> well,
0: i mean the other thing about this is that- it was
2: just like i really enjoyed <laughs>
0: I mean, it would already be a great episode with everything else they've thrown at it, but the idea which they go with of having a previous character coming back who's got a grudge against Benny, So that's why they're so determined to yeah. blow the doors off.
1: Blow the bloody doors off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Michael
0: after we after finish oh, with homage. Jim Morrison and his cronies, oh. uh, after they finish them off... Uh, Anyway, yeah, so they um there's a reason why she's so determined to get into the vault to blow it up. Otherwise they just wait until the morning. Yeah. It would naturally open and they just shoot them.
2: Yeah.
0: So there's an urgency to it because they hate Billy and Ray
2: because they spoil them before. She's got previous with him. <laughs>
0: yeah, like she spent all that time in prison going it's like, right, how am I gonna get him? Yeah. It's nice next node um coach Benny's disabled release for door Benny disabled
2: release for door well, yeah i presume that oh yeah yeah they released, he disabled oh, the door yeah he disabled the door didn't he there was um a, you know from the inside um ray and benny could have actually opened the door there's like you know this yes. new, yeah and again it's genius because
0: it's taken from uh, it seems from genuine kind of playbooks Yeah. If you disable communications, they can't nobble you. They can't tell you, I've got your sister, which, you know, Francesca's on the answer. They can't, like, even though Ray hears his sister before uh, Benny cuts the line, they can't tell you, We've got your sister, so if you don't give up, we're going to shoot her. They can't know that you know that they've got your sister to shoot her.
2: Yeah, it disables their power.
1: Oh, sorry, I was just going to ask. There's a note that I put in there, have a go hero. Have we passed that?
2: Have a go hero, have a go hero. I think that was um, a little bit later when the water comes no, in. No, we haven't gone, pa- yeah. we've gone past it. Sorry, go we on. We have gone
1: then. past it. Sorry, I wrote down have a go hero. And the reason being is obviously they get in there and uh, he, they start talking about the fact that they're there for the money, to save the money. And uh, it kind of resonated because I always think to myself, if I was in a situation like that, and someone come in with a gun, I'd be like, "Yeah, just take the money."
2: Absolutely, it's not my money. Yep, <laughs>
1: it means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Have the lot, you know. I do not have any um, desire to go. No, I'm going to put my life in front of this money. Yeah. and when Ray starts doing it, and Ben's like, "Yeah," Ray's like, and I'm thinking, no why would you i'd be like i'll help you put it in the bag <laughs> yeah i have no desire to put my life you know in it's head. like what someone... is your life worth is it exactly. worth exactly. So is it, it worth this I, yeah. that's why i always question have a go heroes i think that heroes are great perf- you know fabulous but then when you hear someone that sam um, i don't know s- risk their lives to save some money i think to so myself why would you do that you oh, I completely agree. Money. Completely agree. And money is nothing at the end of the day compared to the value of life. Yeah. Can you um, check
0: your microphone's connected? Oh,
1: of course, sorry. Does that
0: sound better? No, and it. Here a second. Oh, it,
1: was, it wasn't on. Yeah, it would
0: help if you turned I'm your microphone Sorry, where now. did you lose me? No, no, we could still just about hear you. I think you were picking up on the
1: other mics. Okay, yeah, so for me, I think to myself, why would you risk your life? over something it, and that's what resonated for yeah. me why would you quite frankly yeah
2: I mean, i in that situation because Benny's well. motivated you yeah <laughs>
0: but you'd be thinking like that and then Benny's next you and you go fuck
1: yeah no I wouldn't I'd you be like fuck Benny. you I'd be... <laughs> quite frankly you'd
0: say fuck you to Benny
1: yeah because he's quite nice
2: I'd... oh yeah oh, no. no. I'd, I'd say go. something along those lines but like, <laughs> we might not say fuck <laughs> you you know I might change the wording a bit
1: You'd go through the whole, do you remember, um, is it Mike Myers? Fuck you, fuck me. <laughs> I might go along those <laughs> lines, yeah. No,
2: but I've actually been, um, I remember like, just after I left school, at 16 years old, I was working in, in a shop, and actually um, we had this situation where um, these older teenagers kept coming in and stealing things from the shop. And, and I just remember fe- being in the position where it was like, well, I, I'm not going to stop them, you know. Well, I mean, if I physically try and stop them, what are they going to do to me? I mean, and they were very brazen with it as well. I mean, I, I lived in a, an, you know, a bit of a rough area as well, and they knew how many rough because you yeah. lived there. I yeah, pretty much. I <laughs> but, did, like, but they knew me. I knew them. I knew how rough they were. Yeah. And I kind of thought, am I going to mess with them? I don't it's think I'm going to mess with them. What are you saving some money? And this is the thing. I mean, I was working this shop, and at that point, we didn't have any security or anything. And I kind of thought, well, uh, and there was physically nothing I could do to stop them. And they would, and they were so brazen that they would walk into the shop, and they would actually say to me, "I've come in to steal this, and I've come in to steal that." And I'd be like, as a sixteen-year-old, God bless you. Can I bag that up for you? Yeah, a (laughs) sixteen-year-old girl, and I'm like. What am I physically going to do to stop you? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's just, it wouldn't
2: be, it's not worth your life. No. really isn't. And it got to the point where I was kind of like, Okay, because <laughs> yeah. what more can I do? I'm phys- no. I couldn't fight them physically. There was no button, you know. You you know you see on these like bank things where people press a button under the desk to get the police. Yeah. We didn't have a button under the desk. And you haven't got a special set of skills. No, I was just- You're not Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your special set of skills don't include racism on demand. No,
2: no, and. <laughs> I had had nothing. I was. And I
0: thought about shooting them because they were black, but I decided not to. So Bernie points you. And I
2: didn't even have a gun. You know, I had no gun. I had no weapon. I was just a sixteen-year-old girl on my own in a shop. Aston Martin. And I would have these guys, (laughs) which I knew were quite rough. I knew from my area they were older than me, bigger than me. You know, much more. You end up dating them instead. No.
0: But they would like. Well, I did meet some guys you dated around that time, which weren't much better.
2: They weren't much better, I have to admit, no. But they would literally walk into the shop and be like, I've come in to steal some cheese. <laughs> and I'd be like. Did they say it like that? Cause it sounds like James Acaster came in Come and steal
0: some cheese. If you. Uh... Well, I
1: mean, that sounds more like Sean Connery. I've come no, and I've, to steal some I've, cheese, I've, and I've, cheese. No, that would, that would be.
0: Coming to steal some cheese,
2: See, if they'd come in like that, it might be a bit different, oh but then you'd be like, up. but they were coming in more like James A. Caster. I've come, come in to steal some cheese. cheese.
0: What the fuck
2: is that voice? <laughs> steal so some, some cheese. Some cheese. Oh, come <laughs> steal some cheese. Let's do cheese I'm not sure it would have mattered what voice they came in Sounds with. Sounds like a Kirsten Wig character. <laughs> I probably Wick. still would have been like, okay, <laughs> off you go then, take mm-hmm. your cheese. Yeah. <laughs> take your cheese. Cheese, take your
0: <laughs> cheese. <laughs> as all the cool kids say, take your cheese, dog. <laughs> anyway, which is Michelle's catchphrase these days. Take <laughs> yes. your cheese, dog. I should have
1: worked in somewhere that sold cheese then. <laughs>
0: it it was... sounds like something you actually you say as you're dropping the mic after like a really good <laughs> song, and take your cheese, dog. Dog. Boom. Boom.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a little co-op. Oh <laughs> and actually that little co-op it was, the, it was a perfume store. <laughs> it ended up on Crime Watch. <laughs> really? Yep. Mm. Yep. All the times that people did used you to a feature. I no it wasn't it was after me. It was a little bit of just after I left I, I decided I that people <laughs> that, that, on. that Crime Watch. job wasn't for me. <laughs> um yeah, I gave up that job and um, a little old lady took over me. And really? Some, and um, some people continued to try and was steal, it steal from the shop. And um, yeah, it's the old lady and they um, threatened... She said
0: in the co-op, but it was outside the car and an old lady took over from her. I uh, won't say what she was doing.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they, uh, or what the cheese was. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they threatened the old lady with a knife and um, uh, yeah. The, take the, your yeah. cheese dog. Oh. It ended up cautious. on Crime Watch. Yeah, see, what they needed to do was what I did and just let them get away with it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> let them take their
2: cheese. Take what you want. Maybe take what you want. Them. Whoa. Maybe this was the problem I would just let them get away with it because I'd be like, it's not worth my life. Take your cheese, aren't yeah. it? For some, Every week it was cheese. I don't know what it was with them. Well, it was like why they, they had, had the a the cheese knife. addiction or something. They had the knife to cut the yeah. cheese. They had the knife to cut the cheese, and I would just let them get away with it. Mm-hmm. And then after me. They were like, oh, no, you can't nick the cheese. And they were like, what? <laughs> Is, I'm going to get them cheese. I'm going to get out. my cheese. <laughs> you can't stop me. Or... <laughs> can't stop me buttering my cracker.
0: <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Are you sure this wasn't outside the co-op again?
2: You probably know the co-op, actually. It was like, I was just saying you probably know. No, you probably know the co-op. It was up near um the university I know, opposite I the know. library. Yeah, I yeah. You see, you know the co-op. He knows the co-op. Yeah, yeah it was outside the co-op. Tiny little shop. I used to work there when I was 16. Counting for some cracker and cheese. Yeah.
0: love the fact that they had a cheese knife on them, so they were getting <laughs> this, like, uh, connoisseurs. <laughs> they were like, got a bit of Edam. You will let us take this cheese.
2: Hmm. <laughs> You're Maybe making, with a little cracker we're and You're making them port. sound a lot posher than they were. We just remember, they were from Bassett. That's <laughs> true, <Yeah,
0: sure enough.
2: laughs> And I'm from Bassett, and I don't well, sound Well, yeah, like exactly, that. yeah.
0: <laughs> You're the benchmark for how common they were Do
2: you know what though, the other day at work um, There was a lady Patient and she said to me So where are you from? And I said I'm from Southampton And she said oh you sound far too posh To be from Southampton How common was this woman? (laughs) I mean I know, it's like I'm common Uh, and she thought I sounded too posh to be from Southampton (laughs) I was like
0: "Yeah, (laughs) Was it Nicola?
2: (laughs) Oh you don't sound
0: nothing but re posh (laughs)
2: Oh dear! Like, I don't think I sound that
0: posh. Did this patient try and sell so you Lucky Heather? Because it could have been Nicola. It
2: could have no, been. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. No.
1: Uh, if, it, if it was my mother, <laughs> then she will probably think that Ian... It, she always feels that Detective Squee sounds... <laughs> honestly, oh, he's laughing now because she, I think she thinks he's like... I don't know, from... I think she thinks he's from royalty.
0: Ooh. I do. Well, she did ask today. It's like, did you, go to, did you go to or Oxford or
1: anything, anything? Or <laughs>
0: or anything
1: like that? What the fuck? <laughs> but yes, she did. Well, but my grandfather went to Eton um, and Harrow School, her dad. Um, and, and she went to... Ian, did, did you go to Oxford or anything like that? And I, I'm sure she thinks he's, I don't know, next in line to the throne. <laughs> <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> Which makes you wonder... What does she think of
0: us? <laughs> I mean, she does. She does often ask. It's like, uh, oh, is is um, Squeak coming coming with you? Oh, oh, oh no, it, it, not Squeak. Yeah, is Dotty yeah. coming with you as well? Oh, oh, you're coming as well. Oh, okay, I'll be
1: fine. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, she loves Ian. Someone's got to. I know.
2: We're getting back tonight. Um, Should we? <laughs>
0: The deep note next oh we like deep we're big deep fans throughout this episode he's playing cool he's always he's very present in this episode he is from any outside scenes he's there then suddenly he gets wind of something happening in the bank he looks at the window or something like that and he goes on the run like you can tell deep's going for help and uh I think it's Benny who says that. Yeah, like, perfect oh, perfect timing. If Deep's out there, he will go to the ends of the earth to find help. And Deep runs. And he goes past an ambulance. Oh, he no, looked, fire first. Fire first. Fire. fire first. Fire first. goes there, he just runs right past. I think he goes past an ambulance.
2: Is, is it police as well? He goes but he certainly goes
0: past police.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: know if there's an ambulance, but there's certainly police. And he runs right past. And you're going, like, oh, is he going to end up with some food? And he runs right through, and he doesn't stop until he gets to the Canadian consulate. <laughs> he gets the guard, which is on duty at the beginning of the episode, the one yeah. who will not move for anything. And go, it's like, what? A police officer? Or like Or a, um, a Canadian? R-r-r-r-r. In trouble, you say?
2: Oh, but the thing, I think for me the most brilliant thing was like seeing this guy at the um, Canadian consulate is on his cheek. Yeah. These kids and obviously been like blowing these like bits of paper, wet paper on Yeah, Ryan. it's like yeah. these little pea shooters, you know, like these little wet papers like on his cheek, and his cheek was like covered in. Them. <laughs> and clearly, he'd completely ignored them no reaction at all he just stood there doing his job as normal and then all of a sudden this wolf comes up to him he's like what (laughs)
0: was that skippy or lassie it's that classic kind of talking to the yeah yeah
2: absolutely so yeah lassie um skippy skippy all uh, yeah what's that
1: skippy a canadian in trouble trouble? Yeah,
2: brilliant so good
0: so he goes off on the mission he goes running afterwards and on the way there there's so many obstacles. So like, there's a uh, a rob- robbery happening. Oh, so he like punches out brilliant. the mugger, like uh, hands the purse back to the victim. You know, he does, yeah, he does yeah. all this solves that. Mm. Next thing you got is like someone trying to cross the road. So he stops to direct traffic. He does yes. all this stuff on the way Chilling
1: back. No children across the road. Yeah.
0: Fucking brilliant. It's it's perfectly due south. It's like, oh. There's a Canadian trouble. i better get there quick, but I'm not going to ignore crime <laughs> or <laughs> someone trying to cross a road yeah. and do what's necessary.
2: It's like Benny 2 isn't it? Mm-hmm. This guy That's, is Benny Two. It's great. It, it actually
0: reminds me, it, again, it's a sort of sci-fi reference. There's a classic episode of uh, Star Trek where Spock's... His dad comes aboard the Enterprise, Sarek, and uh, his dad gets um, mortally wounded and... The only way he's going to survive is if Spock goes and gives him blood transfusion, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And Spock doesn't because he's got duty, because uh, Kirk's gone off for an operation or something. He's got like a burst of appendix. Oh yeah, something minor which happened, but it's meant that he's, can't be on the bridge. So as opposed to uh, going and helping his dad and letting someone else take command, his mission takes priority over his dad possibly dying. So he stays on the bridge. So Kirk has to... Like, you know, he himself up, get onto the bridge and goes, yeah, no, I'm fine. And as soon as Paul goes, he goes, right, you're in charge to someone else. But he has to jump through that hoop because his duty is the most important thing above anything else. And here you've got, like, the Mountie where it's like, right, if I don't get there in in time, this Canadian citizen might die, but i better solve out the um, person trying to cross the road first than the school children. Beautifully. Beautifully done. Brilliant. So then we get on to oh and by the way yeah sorry we've kind of uh, skipped over oh yeah there's uh, so the logistics of filming the vault something which I love is the way they've done this so you've got um, the set of the vault like that's quite a limited set you've got yeah. so you've got to set up your cameras very cleverly you've got to actually fill it with water to the point where they are floating
1: yeah
0: you've got to do the Probably there's a lot of ADR because I'm guessing the sound quality would be affected by that. So ADR is uh, additional voice recording. So we've got to re-record the voices and sync them up. There's a lot going on. This could be a very tricky logistical nightmare of an episode to actually record.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for that, ladies. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> we were agreeing in nods. What am I agreeing to? But it was... Um, the actual bit with them in the vault, um, logistically, not an easy thing for them to set up. And to film? Yeah. I
1: don't think they were ever going to let them drown.
0: No. Nope. No. Right. <laughs> Filming an episode in an enclosed space is difficult, say an Ooh. elevator or a lift, as we call them. And then you've got to fill it with water,
1: mm-hmm. you've got
0: to hit the uh, sound quality so it comes out, or re record it. Oh, and you've got to set up the cameras.
1: Yeah, that's not my business. That's not my interest.
0: Got to get it so the actors can come out. With... Okay, yeah. right. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that'll bore you guys. Do you think <laughs>
1: Harry Houdini was thinking about cameras or sound when he? No, because he didn't have cameras right. or sound. Then what's their problem? A <laughs> hey, they're not Harry Houdini.
0: B he didn't have any of those worries.
1: We did because he had to get out.
0: Yeah, but not with video cameras
1: (laughs) and sound quality. See, so they had a lot more up-to-date, sophisticated uh, gadgets than Harry O'Donnell did. But that's more of a hassle. (laughs) This next clip, as Michelle
0: Michelle named it. And Michelle, I'm sorry, but this is very childish of you.
1: I feel like you've gone for a cheap
0: joke here. But uh, just sprinkle your wet goodness on me.
1: We wanted to call it Golden Shower I did want to call it Golden Shower but
2: Why golden?
1: We don't know We're sheltered women Yes, we We've know. heard that phrase We wouldn't somewhere. know
2: anything about golden showers No I we wouldn't.
1: just heard that yeah. phrase and We've heard like it.
2: it By the way the, like the way it. you're delivering
0: that suggests you do do them
1: What? <laughs> you do 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 Hey do do them Yeah I don't know Shush Okay Okay. What is it?
2: No, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Just do it, okay? Because if you tell me, two things are gonna happen. One, I'm gonna know it's stupid, and two, you're gonna do it anyway. This way, you can just do it, and I won't know that it's stupid. So you've given this some thought? Yes. And you're quite sure? I'm positive. All right.
0: sure that I should tell you.
2: I'll tell
0: you! You're sure?
2: Yes!
0: All right. As I mentioned earlier, they have 137 minutes to open this vault. Now, they resume drilling exactly five minutes and 27 seconds ago. That leaves them 131 minutes and 33 seconds. Now, taking into account the dimensions of this room, the size of this sprinkler head, and the rate of the flow of water, by the time they blow this door, this vault will be filled with water. And they will be met by a virtual tidal wave. And where will we be in the meantime? Floating, I realize that, dead or alive. Well, there should be sufficient error. Well, how much is it? About an inch, give or take.
2: Oh, that much. What? That much, oh, Hold yeah. yeah. That is, providing they maintain a constant rate of drilling. No listen. Hey! You at the drill
0: take me. By the way, I, I will apologize because we were passing around the sweeties and I managed to it right next to the microphone. Are you are you making noise in the microphone? Well, yeah, because I'm the only one talking most of the time. Yes, I am. Fantastic clip. Again, it's it's the whole relationship of Benny and Ray. This whole thing of, like, uh, yeah. Ray is so beaten down at this stage. He's going, it's like, just do it. Whatever you're going to do, I'm not going to like it. So you might as well just do it, and then we'll figure it out later. And that's where they start filling up the vault with water. Uh, and the Francesca thing, uh, by the way... Um, Ramona Milano looking very comely there. I must say.
2: Yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. But again,
0: she's she's willing to like uh, rip her top open to the underwear which is beneath. Yes. Nothing salacious. She's willing to do that to try and save her brother. And you know, again, a lot of what she does
2: is kind. Of, it's really well meant. Not all
0: that ridiculous to do.
2: No, I mean, she's got no idea that they've got this, like, plan like, going on inside the vault. So she's, like, doing whatever she can to try and distract them and, you know, stop them from doing what they're doing. Was you know, she's got no idea that inside the vault they want them to be doing what they're doing. Um, yeah, I think she's doing a great job. and And she miraculously seems to be wearing the right underwear to entice them.
0: I think she was dressed like that, especially when... So? when. Uh, I think you like Spel. to
1: think she does. I do like <laughs> to think that. Yeah, I know. There's a whole thing
0: as well. Something I was saying to you guys before. They love to have these women which... I feel like the way they write her, Francesca's not meant to be as good-looking as she is.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it's like with Willow in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. When they originally cast that character in the first episode, she is a more portly woman. She does look nerdy. Yeah.
1: But when we. No, yes. in the
0: original episode. In the original pilot episode. Yeah. The unaired pilot. Right. Not the
1: first episode that aired. Right, okay.
0: There is an unaired pilot online where someone else other than Alison Hannigan oh, plays her. I was going
1: to say, I haven't seen the unaired one then. Uh,
0: you see her there? And she does look nerdy. She does look like someone who may have been overlooked by some guys in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Unfairly. And then when they go to series, everyone else takes their, keeps their parts, but Alison Hannigan is suddenly the nerdy girl who is good-looking, though. You know, she's just made up to look nerdy. Yeah. And it's actually... um Yeah, the same here. Like, you know, again, I, I get it. But at the same time... It's kind of nice when you see someone who isn't good-looking playing... I, I'm sorry, I know that sounds pejorative, but I mean that who isn't stereotypically good-looking taking on a part of someone who is marginalised because of their looks. And, you know, you, the idea is you have to appreciate them for who they are.
2: Yeah.
0: For that, to be a real selling point, you have to have someone who isn't stereotypically good-looking. Mm. Yeah. But you you think well, that's
2: done with um, this... Um... Yeah, they, they cast someone who
0: is, who is better looking than I think the character's meant yeah. to
2: be. and Yeah, and I think that probably comes across more in this episode than any of the others that she's been in as well. Yeah, um, I think most
0: people would find her good looking. Her point is, you you should, in characters like this, if they're not meant to be good looking, cast someone who's not meant to be as good looking.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah although i don't see anybody complaining about the part um, when she rips her shirt off <laughs>
0: no i didn't complain about that at all <laughs> so we're, we're coming towards the end of the episode um so really Monty, oh, oh yeah we got that. so the the next three notes is boom flush fired
2: yeah see this is my note give me my notes give me my notes um yeah so boom so i think that's when um so what they do is once they've drilled into the into the door then what they want to do is blast it open so they Yeah, they blast it open, they blast open the door and what they get then is they get Ray and Benny come flooding out because it's full of water at that point. They can barely, you know, there's barely room for them to breathe at the top. The whole thing is full of water. They
0: surf through like they're in an Old Spice advert. Yeah,
2: pretty much, yeah. They come flooding out of the room. Um,
0: there's the old old spice that's not the ones with the look
2: I'm on a horse (laughs) so clearly that is not what they are expecting from the situation it throws them all off they're all kind of like whoa they go flying backwards (laughs) yeah that's what happens it it takes them by surprise that you know they've got all this water and, and two men flooding at them um (laughs) <laughs> two men flooding at them Hello sailor I know I, know. I mean if I was there <laughs> Two men flooding at me I might not be too disappointed But you know It's not what they're after They're after the money I'm, I'm just I'm not after the money I'm not after to the, You're like after me. the, I'm the more after the men You know <laughs> um, Flash though What was my note on flash? They flashed I don't know. at you no,
0: Right okay <laughs> They come out of the vault
2: Abigail's. I think you went on to a daydream. Episode then. ends oh and uh,
0: then, then Ray goes back to or Benny goes Benny, back to yeah. to yeah. uh the Canadian consulate. He gives this impassioned, impassioned speech, because um Ray has early said earlier said to him, Yeah, you don't fight for what you believe, in, not even like the uniform that you like. You know, you didn't bother to fight for that. Yeah, you, know, you believe in the uniform, you don't even fight for the uniform you believe in. And it's this moment where Benny's going, it's like, okay, sometimes I'm not completely satisfied. And he, he has the chutzpah then stand mm. up to his new boss. And he gives this really impassioned speech and the boss just goes, hmm, you're fired. Okay. And, like, it's the only time you see Thatcher in this episode. The first time they reveal her is in the last, like, just two, two words. And like, it shows her and then she's like, there's a beat. And then she goes, you're fired. That's yeah. it. It goes a bit apprentice, even. I was
1: going to
0: say, Alan Sugar, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we don't say sir, we say Alan.
0: Oh, it's Lord Sugar.
1: We don't say Lord, we say Alan.
0: It's Lord Sugar.
2: Alan Well, oh, this isn't Sugar. america Did we say Trump? No,
1: it's because we have a debate. I call him Alan Sugar. We don't have a debate. You go, he's not a Lord to me, he's just Alan. <laughs> he's no, just plain Alan. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because I think to myself, on... On... Um, The Apprentice, let's face it, he's a bit of a knob, right? And I always think, yeah, and I always think to myself, right, he's come from humble beginnings. I like to think that he plays the part of being a knob. He plays a knob? For the TV. For the TV. That's how I like to see it. And I'd like to think that behind the scenes, when he's not on there, that because of where he's come from, he remembers where he's come from, and he doesn't act like an idiot. And that's why, until he proves to me that he's not a knob, I'm not calling him Lord. I'm calling him Alan. Ooh, that is my theory because I, just, I, I'm yeah. I'd like to think he is. He, he I'd like to think so he th- acts you're better. So you thinking that he's just,
0: putting on the knob. He's.
1: I think I'm putting like to the f-
0: knob inside of who he is. He's taking the knob from from without and putting it within.
1: I like to.
0: The the knob isn't naturally there, it just goes in.
1: No. What I'd like to think is he's not a knob in real life. <laughs> no, so it's not a knob.
0: But when he's there he takes no. the knob upon him.
1: I just think i so. I'm so... It, it
0: comes out.
2: Oh I <laughs> What? What, oh, there what? Are Why so many things? Links? What? Yeah.
1: I mean I just I would just like to say that if I was on The Apprentice I probably wouldn't last two minutes, let's put it like that. Because I wouldn't and be then you finished. to you like that. You will last two minutes before you were finished. No, yeah, absolutely. It's all she could last it. I know yeah. what you're doing. What? What am I doing? I'm just talking. I know what you're I'm doing. I'm just expanding upon your theory here. And I'll give you two minutes as well to be fair. <laughs> That's all you get is two minutes. I
0: mean, I won't need the full two. but yeah. Then you'll
1: be fired.
0: Why well, I mean, I think no one could accuse us of uh, doing anything but a heavyweight conversation oh, on God. The Vault there. <laughs> so, guys, okay, I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much it for The Vault. I mean, fantastic episode. I think you guys will agree. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: I think there's only one thing to do left on the episode.
1: Ooh, is that score out of...
0: I've got to get this working for stuff talk amongst actually, yourselves
1: actually I think there's a few things to be left to done isn't the best Canadian best American yeah
2: yeah we've still got a couple number yeah, but of they such as. such
0: they come under one umbrella which is
2: can you give me the oh, no, information actually. I seek and tell me what the best moments of the week are
1: Thank
0: you very much, Blaine. We're going to get the best moments of the week now, which is the category which you all have heard through your headphones, which you're now wearing. Yes. Sorry. So the best moments of the week. So um, let's start off, I mean, because I, I think this is going to be a pretty cut and dry one. The
1: uh, the best D from Baker moment of the week. Uh, yeah, there was really pretty much only one, which was him running through the streets. Running past the policeman, running past the fire, yeah. Well, we're thinking there. They're going, yeah. He'll go straight to the authorities. Running past all these people, we know he's going to go somewhere. But that, that, yeah,
2: it's got to be. Michelle. Oh yeah, mine was easily, the, easily the same. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I, I don't think it's a contest
0: it in this one. Yeah, actually. yeah. Can dry. So uh, the best American of the week.
1: Ooh. Uh, me? Okay. I'm going to go with the bank employee that was refusing to give Ray his money. Why? Uh, just because he was like, yeah, you're not having it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that can give me some
2: money. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Um, yeah, I think American. Yeah, I think I'm going to go for the woman that um, was kind of in charge. Child... Right, I've got the um, hiccups now. Um who was in charge of the bank robbery who previously shot um Benny in the hat. She was my most American of the week. She was she was all about the money. Oh yeah, American the Capitalist American Society. Capitalist They're always Society. saying they
0: don't well, you know, some parts of America are always saying they don't want to be socialists, so you know, capitalism. Yeah. That's where it leads you. For me, I'm gonna go for detective Jack Huey. Ooh. Now, again, because that's a main cast member, I this the one time I can pick him. Oh yeah. So now I can't pick him again. But I'm going to pick him because he's the one drawing a picture of Ray and taking him down a peg or two, as he needs to be. Mm. And I think America, as much as it is a land of dreamers, it's always one which at its best can uh, put people... Remind people of who they are. They expect someone to be real to themselves, especially in Black America. I think that's you know realness is a, a valued quality. I think he does that. So
1: my, most Canadian of the week. My most Canadian is a little bit of a collective. Oh. As in, I'm going for the hostages, right? Hostage. Hostages. Shall I tell you why? It's because you... yeah. how none of them picked up a gun and shot. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm going,
0: so you feel they weren't
1: exemplifying something of another
0: hostage and no, another nationality which might be in question here.
1: So, Francesca, how they didn't get up and shoot her after, <laughs> after?
0: so how they didn't shoot their load after she they saw her no, whip sh- her top off,
1: shoot their load or shoot the gun at her, the uh, load from the gun, uh, the load of bullets. Uh, what did you think I should say? Uh, who it? knows? Who knows? You're They they
0: saw that she wasn't wearing a bulletproof vest and so she was vulnerable. That's all I meant. I don't know about you. What was
1: that about a 15-year-old boy looking at someone? Yeah, who knows? (laughs) I mean, how they didn't... I mean, let's face it. She was saying to them how they were going to die. She was... How they didn't... The patience they had. There you go. Top Canadians, patience. They did not... None of them. I mean, I'd have got up and shot her, quite frankly. So how they didn't... Plot Canadians for me.
2: Wow! Follow that, Michelle. I was was actually going to say, for like my um, Canadian of the week was Francesca. Ah! (laughs) Why? How she didn't shoot herself? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought she was so ballsy, and she was so ballsy throughout. And and you know, she had this. there's a clear plan that she was going to go in there like Once she actually got in there and, to the and realized Trump, She, she mm. realised what was going on um, She was so focused on helping She was so focused on helping Ray And Benny, Obviously Benny She likes Benny but, um, yeah, She was so focused Obviously on helping Ray, she likes Benny. yeah, Talk a mile
0: away from work front please then. I think
2: I'm fine, I'm talking Very... into it Now I think I'm fine
1: yeah.
2: now oh <laughs> I just thought she did a brilliant job. She did such a good job. Even though it wasn't, you know, really in in their best interest because they had a plan from the inside. She didn't know that. She didn't know that? She didn't uh, know that. And uh, uh, <laughs> did she get her haircuts as well? Do think anyone thinks
0: we're a shit face? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm doing was... a podcast with Arthur
1: and, uh, and Russell Brown And what? <laughs> Arthur, <laughs> beg your pardon?
0: It's the only thing drunker than Arthur. In the lame remake.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. But do you see a queue of men outside the door? No, but I've got wishes.
0: <laughs> so Michelle. Uh, Are you
2: done? Pretty much.
0: So, uh, mine's going to be... <laughs> Mant- you shot Michelle. Mine's going to be Mountie Will, played by Ken Quinn, because Mountie Will was an actual Canadian in the episode. Again, you guys have missed over the obvious one.
2: Sorry. We have. <laughs> The, ac- even the actual people? Canadian. No, no, we are listening, yeah. We, yeah. We've, we've mistaken. Well, it. don't say we, because actual- is not. Okay, I have. <laughs> yeah. the, the actual, actual bit. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, Mountain
0: Wilkes. he's Canadian, he's a Mountie, and he's stuck to, to stop all that crime along the way yeah. to the bank. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, knew ch- ch- yeah. the Canadian.
2: Good job.
0: We're going to play it like that.
1: Are we doing best somethings out of somethings?
0: Yes. So,
1: how many
0: bank vaults out of ten?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so what did you have in mind instead?
1: No, I don't. I don't know.
0: How many Benjamin Franklin is it? Benjamin. It is
1: Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Is
0: that what you said though? Isn't it?
1: I think it was Franklins that you say. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Because
0: he didn't say Benjamins, which is the compound. Franklins. How many Franklins? How many Franklins out of ten are you going to give this one? Because that's what they were protecting. The and if you could blow into the microphone, that would sure give the listeners a, an audio treat.
1: Um, I do you know what I really liked. There wasn't a great deal of action going on, but I did like what it was. So I'm going to go eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yeah, that's strong.
2: Yeah, I'll probably get eight.
0: I mean, this one I really liked, but again, it's Due South, so you know the calibre which has come before and is coming after. So on the Due South scale, for for most TV, this would probably
1: get nine or ten. Oh. But I'm going to go eight. Yeah. Can I say something, actually? We've left it on a television clip at the moment, and Ray actually looks (laughs) like Mary from the Nativity. Or E.T. I'm going to go for E.T., yeah. He does, he's like... Yeah, E.T. does nativity.
0: (laughs) So on that bombshell. (laughs) Ray does
2: E.T. does nativity. Yeah. I have been detective squee
0: for this last two hours. Like, I mean, geez. Okay, we may have been away for a while, but we came back with a long (laughs) episode for you. (laughs) With me, as always, has been Dottie Baker and...
1: (laughs) Civilian Aid Nicola.
0: And uh, a standee of seven nine from Voyager. Who shot her loud. and uh And you got Ray there wearing the towel over his head. I think that's pretty much everyone. Oh, sorry, oh. Who, who's that in uh, <coughs> the corner?
2: Oh hi, yeah, Mountie Michelle. Woo! And for th- someone cares <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, like pause. Woo. Woo.
1: That was meant to sound like a big audience. You
0: know, the funniest thing is, I almost went into my sign-off for uh, Gallifrey Stands. (gasps) And for (gasps) this week. It's not for this week. Because it's not for this week, Gallifrey Stands. It is um, Michelle, Nicola, guys. Yeah. uh, And guys is a non-sexist pejorative thing, just generally. And um, Dottie Baker, who is melting on the safe by looks things she's lost yeah, her head say yeah. if you had um, a device for telling directions let's call it a compass if you will and uh, and you were a listener and you want to keep pointing in a certain direction until next week where do you keep that uh, compass pointed do south, south by, by
1: southeast <laughs>
0: See you in about a month's time. Ooh.